Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to 40K Radio episode 107. I'm your host, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Hey, hey, hey. And today we're going to take a look at the Warhammer Day preview as well as the other recent previews. Hey, that hey. Games Workshop has put out. But first, as always, <laughs> like to talk about hobby stuff. And we'll start with Jeff today. Oh boy, Matt, I sure didn't do much. <laughs> um, no, that's not true. I've been I've been uh, assembling some Attilan Rough Riders and doing some more 3D sculpting for projects that I cannot discuss. <laughs> I mean, sure, I say I say Attilan Rough Riders. Maybe I'm doing Imperial Guards. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just doing some Orc stuff. Maybe I'm doing some Jesus Call stuff. You don't know. You don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know Jack. Stop assuming things. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I mean, I, I keep playing my um, I keep playing my turns whenever I get a chance, and those are always fun. Nice. The end. Really, no, no further notes. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> no, not much going on. I mean, I'm eager to talk about the preview because there's some fun stuff in there, ish. But yeah, Amy, what about you? Uh, it has also been a vaguely it see we're again we're in the like all my best stuff is under NDA scenario um which is fine I got my hands on some 3d sculpted parts that you made and that's exciting I'm very excited about this project it's very stressful because this is the first adepticon team tournament where I am painting models mm. I'm usually in charge of a lot of the other things which I am also in charge of but I'm painting models this year and it's exciting and, and intimidating and I, exciting. And I mean, you'll do fine because you've painted models before I and I know the quality you paint models too. And we've, we've won the team tournament best presentation with models far below what, you, <laughs> what you're capable of doing. So I'm, I'm not worried about that. Uh, also, I did. This is a chance for you to uh, to spread your wings, stretch your yeah. skills. Yeah. Uh, I did also order the second Hecaton Land Fortress nice. for my Votan army, since that is, it's like the exact number of points that I need. And it was yeah, like, well, right? why am I going to add a million other models that are just not going to be as good when I could just put this one in? Uh, so that's all very exciting and on the way. Um, I really want to do Golden Demon. I know I say it every year, but like, <laughs> The categories as they're set up this year is really exciting to me. So, yeah, motivated. pretty motivated. Big, big, I just don't know what to do. Like every year, I I need someone else to pick a model that the moment they pick it, I get excited about. Well, we were talking about this right in that we keep getting all of these really cool Necromunda characters. Yeah, and mm -hmm. now that it has its own character category, they become a little more viable as like just a thing to do if you're like you know, i just really love this model i want to paint it really really well isn't necromunda gang one of those categories is it or is it necromunda i i'll look oh, it, it up just while necromunda we talk i'm not sure i'll look it up while we talk but uh I'm just saying, yeah like, there's, a, so, there's a pretty nice looking vehicle model that could be a nice uh yeah. display. i mean yeah wait wait spoilers <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you know i'm sure people who listen to 40k radio never visit the community so uh, <laughs> they're just waiting for us to come in with this you know the cracking news the yeah the breaking the scoop. News. <laughs> how about you matt what have you been doing nothing Woo! <laughs> um, that's my line <clears throat> just been busy with moving and Turns out refinishing floors takes a long time. It does take a long yes, time. And it sucks. And it <laughs> so much. Yeah. Almost done. So busy doing that. Um, so not really any time for any hobby stuff at all. That's a shame. I am confirming it says Necromunda. Oh, okay. so not just gang. Okay, because that's important. Like, that is important. I mean, the and the picture on it 
art is like the one character with the the mm. was it the propagandist i believe it is with the tv screens and the speakers yeah, I love yeah. that guy so much i do too. i do too. so good i just want to paint him and put like little anime scenes on the screen <laughs> <laughs> perfect uh so yeah that's where we're at all right so so it could include a vehicle yeah which is which is good mm -hmm. all I right i can't believe oh, we yes. haven't i can't believe we haven't gotten the delac vehicle yet like please, i know i want like, to see what it is so much i just i want it to be the monster mobile and just like <laughs> just hurry up already just give it to me like the old limousines like let's go right. Like the old Gene Steeler Colt limousine yeah. picture yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I yeah. kinda don't want it to go to lean that hard. <laughs> it it won't. It, I mean it it'll won't. like most of the vehicles we we'll, we've seen it'll be something you probably don't expect. So Yeah. But suitably fitting in with the gang. Yes. All right, so it it finally came Warhammer Day. We got our big Warhammer Day preview. Um, we big got our a, Warhammer Day preview. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. big is a, uh, a matter of opinion, um, but we did get a, get a little bit of a peek at the upcoming codexes and and what models will come with those. So, of course, as we know, first up is Necrons, and that comes with a resculpted uh, Imotech the Stormlord, the Stormlord character. He's pretty cool. I like his backstory too. That's very fun. Um... Because Necrons, I have like a vague notion of their whole deal, but nothing specific. But the fact that he like woke up early and was like, great, I'm going to be the king. And the Silent King woke up and said, you're <laughs> in my chair, son. Um, pretty fantastic. You know, for an army that definitely got a a, a fluff glow up in the last couple yeah. of editions was Necrons, right? Because they were just like, yeah. oh, we're robots and we want to kill you. robots. Yeah. And they're like, no, wait, some of us actually talk. Yeah. So. Well, have um, you guys watched the uh no, the I Nexus animation? I I've only it. watched the first episode. I gotta watch the last it's only four episodes, right? I gotta watch the last three. Um <laughs> Games Workshop managed to get me like not a lot, but just a little bit attached to that one deaf mark where you go, um, oh, dude's just trying to do his job. You, you yeah, know, man. <laughs> I saw that in the first one. He's like, Yeah, I'll just, you know, okay. Uh, it, it it keeps going with that kind of similar tone and it really is like a question of just, oh man, buddy, you, you're doing your best. <laughs> I did like in the in the first one, uh, maybe this this is a minor spoiler, but he's like, don't you just want to have a destroyer do it? Like this is kind of beneath me, and the guy's like, nope, you got to do it. Uh, <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, if you insist. Um, but yeah, so we got you know uh, they showed us a. A strategy and enhancement, just like they've been doing the previews, uh, not too much to see for Necrons. Um, yeah. And as, but as far as I, we I know, you know, question, we're, we're like they showed us this model. one model. Yeah. Do we know if that's like the width and breadth of what's going to go? Like, are, is there a possibility of other models? Or is this like, I would this hope it? that it's more than one, because um, the other preview they gave us was the Adeptus Mechanicus. And they also previewed one model. This is so, it's a new unit. Hey, but for the Necrons, it does say in uh, in the community, like in the actual article, mm. um, that this auspicious Pharon is just one of the new miniatures in Codex Necro Necrons. Awakening protocols for the rest aren't quite complete yet. Okay. Okay. Note, excellent. Good. 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 Footnote: Some say they just want their chroming repolished and their actuators tightening ahead of their big reveal. Fair enough. Which is saying something because Necrons got a fair amount. Recently. Oh yeah. Here's the and thing: Necrons a... need a very small amount of models to be all plastic and all cool. Mm -hmm. They definitely need some new destroyer models because if you have one of the new heavy destroyer mm -hmm. models in a normal destroyer unit the destroyers look pathetic i could see you know kind of like how some of the space marine squads get an update right you'll get a destroyer update um we need new satan shards we need the new satan shards for well the immortals 
come in the same box as the new warriors i don't think it's getting updated oh that's true yeah so never mind i'm curious if they'll update the monolith not that i think it necessarily they just did that recently it. though yeah they did just they? did that, that yeah recently? it, it went from a lot smaller. now it's huge oh that's right it also you can like, build, like the other uh right 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 things right with it too. that's right no 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 incorrect monolith is a single build model it oh, is i'm bigger. sorry Yes, it's the uh, it's the satan shard inside. Yeah, inside it's the, the you've cool. got the something like the canoptic vault or something. Anyway, yeah, that, yeah. that big scary model. The the, the model lift, you're right though. They do have a new one. They uh, they dropped all the uh, transparent plastics as they yep. did for the warriors. Oh yeah, yeah. So instead of having that crystal, you've got like this sort of multi-hedron um, sphere at the top and. It does look more menacing now. It's got much, much bigger footprint than the old model. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. That's right. I forgot about that. Well, the only thing I think they still have that's not plastic, though, is the Satan Shard and Nightbringer and Deceiver. Yeah, those are old. So they yeah. could redo those for sure. Cute little dual kit wouldn't wouldn't hurt for that. Especially since the, the generic Shard is bigger than those old models anyway. So... Yeah, the generic chart is the one that comes with the uh, the vault, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those guys are are you know comparatively small compared to compared to some of the other big scary well, com- guys. So. Compared to the the the, the shard of the void dragon, yeah, even they're yeah, that's oh, yeah, much smaller. Heck of a model. They're embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> I, and I imagine you know, so Space Marine just dropped at the beginning of this month, so. Necrons, I'd imagine mid end of November release, right before like the last thing before their Christmas yeah. battle forces. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we also get a preview of, of Adeptus Mechanicus with uh, a single model preview. A sniper who uh he's got some legs on him. I love him so much. He's got some such a weird the, looking the... but fits in perfectly with but so it's model. so admec the chat was so salty about it and i'm like you all need to calm down it's, and appreciate it's... the beauty of this model listen i have you ever have you ever been to a preview the chat's nothing but salt it's the worst it's, it's not good it's got a very notice me senpai vibe to the way they <laughs> yeah, sure. like they're being salty not because they have an opinion because opinions are hard but because the like there's this this sort of vibe of if i'm salty enough maybe i'll offend it, someone in sufficiently that they'll notice i exist it's like yeah don't yeah. don't do that yeah. now it does look like he will be the only model for the admec which makes yeah. sense yeah the admec are definitely fine. like everything's plastic they have a lot of malls already you can toss in some knights in there but he's so good. I love his stupid exhaust thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is so Just good. Down, like, that's, he's that's a lone operative him. and he has stealth and he's just great. The cover art on the Admech uh, Codex, real good. And he's got a couple different like head options and stuff to use. Pretty, yeah. pretty neat model. Um, and it, I mean, as much as people were ma- were making fun of it, like this is a model that kind of makes sense because you can imagine that like he's this at the same height as other Skitari models as he's sneaking around, and when he spots a target, like then the legs extend so he can get right, some height right. and get the shot, and then why? I mean, that, that's down. very admec, right? Why go to higher ground? You can just bring it with you. Bring yeah, the higher ground. Ground. You. And this is the army with an ornithopter flyer, yes. hovercraft right. tanks, yeah. crab leg tanks. It's like, oh no, they made a stilt sniper. That's absurd. <laughs> Dude, where were you? <laughs> I love it. I want to um if I if I do my dark mechanicum, mm. if I base it out of the the Admet codex, I'll use that model from the uh from Warcry from the unmade oh, yes. the stilt guy with no with the face yeah we'll start there Seems yeah like also like there's a massive there's already a precedent for dudes on stilts so yeah I love and that. um the we gotta get to again preview a detachment rule that really uh helps the skatari right everybody uh skatari infantry mounted at iron striders have stealth and Sakarian units um, 
have the benefit of cover if they're attacked from more than 12 inches away, right? So really that mobile, mobile Skatari force. Um, and as they, as they mentioned in both articles, you know, kind of as we expected, the original detachments do remain. However, yep. Necrons only have five. Hmm. Which they put on the article, which was interesting. The uh, Space Marines stole one of them, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they, they stole. <laughs> um, I mean, that, it's it's unfortunate but I don't think it's unbalancing so no. much because as well, we've seen, like detachments are mostly flavor. Yeah, yeah none, none of none of them have been. Uh, it's really what it is. So what they far. seem to be is if you like this one part of your army, right? So, like with the admech, if you just like robots, right. traditionally that's not a great way to play because it's just not very balanced or you know it doesn't have all of the utility that you might need but if you play in a detachment that is built for your robots that you like so much then it gives it usually gives them a little more utility to make them a more viable option all by themselves and i mean if, if they stick with that that's perfect right which makes yeah. sense that space users would have seven because there's sure lots of different things in space so areas, right? necrons don't have as many different sort of we'll call them categories of of armies right so um makes sense and as long as like as long as they keep going and they're all fluffy and none of them are game breaking which is great right. that all of them are just kind of a choice right so i want to play yeah i think we'll be still still the codex i'm sure will still be in a good spot and if they keep docking their crusade rules out of the park like they have been too so even better mm-hmm um, but yeah, so, so confirmed, right. We weren't sure what was going to come first mechanicum or, right. uh, or the other one, but mechanicum necrons, is definitely yeah. next. Necrons are next. Right? I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. after necrons. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. After that. Cause it was sort of like, oh, these are coming in winter. Well, now we know that mechanicum is going to be the, the next one coming. Yeah. So, um, then as we moved on, we get to see some. Age of Sigmar stuff. The winner of the day, I, I kind of feel. Oh, oh yeah, I, I am glad. <laughs> Listen, from those models we've seen recently, nothing is any more happy than that I have a Sylvaneth and a Gloomspike Gitz army. Yeah. Because um, we got another another Bug Rider. We did get another Bug Rider. He is very cool and makes me want to do Sylvaneth, but I've already got so much going on. Like I, I've got enough on my back burner specifically for Asia Sigmar. I, I don't need to go back into Sylvan F quite yet. It, it'll happen. I yeah. I was lucky when when I went to the my local game store last week and they were out of the box that has the Troll King in it. Because <laughs> I would end up with like six yeah. trolls that I don't need. Yeah. But yeah, uh, another. <laughs> like, you thank know, you for not having this. Thing <laughs> oh, exactly. But uh, continuing, you know, when they release the re-release the uh, army book for the Sylvaneth, we get the the bug riders, and we got uh, yeah. another another bug rider character that kind of you know kind of goes. And with he'll hit the box that he comes in with that first, like for the first time, with the uh, revenant you mean, seekers. Oops, all bugs? Yeah, and well, there's Karnoth hunters, which I do I love. Guess. But that's that's a good. That's a good, good set. Good box. Yeah, I think it's a very good box. I mean, listen, I said I'm not going to do Sylvaneth, but I might just buy the box so I have it when I do Sylvaneth. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. it it literally is the list of models that I'm missing from the already from the Sylvaneth I've already accumulated. So I mean, it's just it just makes sense. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's for just sure. a smart. Just choice. buy it, put it in storage. And, it's all good. Well, and and even if you don't need all of it, like Kernoth Hunters are, are one of those things that everybody is looking for a deal on, right? Because it's like currently sixty dollars for three models. So, easy I mean, to trade to somebody for something else. Yes, but also, why would I? Because I want them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's. I mean, I I had the hard realization. There's a point where you know. When At I some started, point you can have enough. Sylvaneth was the, was one of the first armies I started collecting for Age of Sigmar uh, in third edition, and I was buying stuff like it was old Warhammer, and then I was like, oh wait, I have like sixty dryads I'll, I'll never use because yeah, that, three thousand points doesn't go as far in uh, Age of Sigmar as <laughs> as in Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, um, but but and we okay. also, 
sorry sorry i was gonna say like it, when we move on to the the next model like mm-hmm. i need to uh, i need to we're gonna talk about it. yeah i have a problem you mean lord Lictor, ionis Cryptborn, sigmar's yep. prodigal son ah, yeah. god damn it it took them how long has age of sigmar been out while yeah well it took them all of age of sigmar to make me give even half of a damn about um stormcast eternal but we are here. We've arrived. This mm-hmm. is one hundred percent the best Stormcast it's model. So good. And I don't. It's it's not even the model. Is it? It has a story that is yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it's is not so what good. It's so good. So the the basic story is that you know because Nagash took over the underworlds, and so the underworlds of both the Stormcast and the dragons were taken over by Nagash. And so these two have teamed up to go save the souls right? of their friends. <laughs> it's so good. Like it's it's the kind of high fantasy, straightforward, fun, yet grandiose storyline that I feel was missing. Yeah. From yeah. the Stormcast Eternal to make me care about them. And and this is another model that pairs nicely with the recent release because they just recently released those Storm Drake Guard models. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's a good box too. It's him who, and two who saw dragons. Is uh, stop is even more. And I already have more, that one dragon. Uh, or looks better. Yeah, I've got I've got my big dragon that I still haven't painted, even yeah. though we built it on stream together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> look at that. um and of of course right they're they're continuing on the dawnbringer series we have book three which does get some of those war cry war bands in there yeah right we've got the the uh the super hungry ogres uh as another army of um army of renown in there or or, uh sorry excuse me a uh regiment of renown um that you can take in your army so great to see them making those units viable for both games. Right. And we were wondering where scouts were in the space room pre-order. Well, here <laughs> they are. Here and they oh are. Boy, plastic aspect warriors. So the cool thing is they are doing the same thing that they have decided to do with Warcry, yeah, which is sure. you all have terrain. Now we will sell you terrain also, if that's what you want, but we're not going to make you buy the terrain with the kill team bot we'll give you some bits like some thematic tasty pretty bits to put with your terrain uh but we're not gonna sell you a hundred dollars worth of terrain or 150 dollars worth of terrain with your box it's it's nice to see that they they have an understanding of terrain fatigue yeah. as a, a hobby phenomenon it's a and... lot of pla- like how many of those boxes did we open up and go oh this is a lot of plastic i i think you could we could play like two full 40k size you know i could definitely action like, games with the yeah i i could run a 40k tournament with all of my terrain yeah but it I, it's becomes very heavy especially for especially kill team kill team was yeah oof. those are really hefty boxes they're expensive because of it too right right Right. And, it means um, that like you felt like you were getting your yes, value. Like it was a sure. lot of plastic. But N- now it looks we don't like... need that much plastic anymore. We're fine. Yeah, it looks like what they're doing is like this is your season's terrain in one box and the small boxes with the units and the scenarios and all that will yeah. have the little extras to yeah, fit the like scenarios. that sprue that came last season. You know, yeah. like each one had that one sprue that was different. And if you if you look at the terrain that they're using for this season, yeah, it's I mean that you know they have some more some different gantries and walkways, but if you have the forty k terrain, you could easily oh sure you know, fiddle to, around to make these, and it looks interesting, right? Because it looks like you're fighting on platforms on an ocean world or something, right? Yeah. So yeah. how easy is it to just get like a, a fe- piece of blue felt and lay that over the? Or the yeah. table for your base, right? And yeah. put your terrain on top. And then even like that base layer that they have of, you know, walkways around, you don't have to use a plastic terrain. You can lay some other thing down yeah. on the table to represent that, you know, that outer edge. So good. So real easy to play with this season's terrain. It's not like last season where it was like, you know, it was the boarding action. So it was all tight halls right. and stuff. You really needed that, that terrain 
to fill yeah, out the, for the sets, but you can just use what you have and be able to make a great board looks like for this season's worth of terrain. Yeah, and the Gallo Dark scenarios were very specific about yes. what terrain went where, where. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like uh, I'm I'm no, hoping sure. they maybe revisit and give us even more Gallo Dark stuff so we can get even more mileage out of to that terrain. But that being said, like you can't do that all the time. No. And I think what's interesting about the models, right? So again, we get it. You get a full squad, a 10 man squad of striking scorpions um, and a squad of space green scouts. But if you look at the pictures, right? We're used to having a lot of specialists. There's not, it's striking scorpions and space green scouts, right? Yeah. I mean, the one space green scout has that grappling hook gun that does nothing in 40K, but I'm sure we'll just sling in kill team, right? But other than yeah. that, they're just, there's not a bunch of specialists floating around. I mean, yeah. aspect could warriors be. are specialists. Yes, oh, right. well, but, but it's right. only like... so far you can go. Yeah, that. no. Well, and I, like, I'm glad that it, it makes it easier to choose the models in both games. Right, right. Because yes. you're not building oops all cool guys and then finding out that you right. can like only the, bring two like of the your orc, cool Like guys. the very first release, the orc commandos, right? And yeah. The death and the death core Krieg. You had, you know maybe two regular guys and then eight specialist dudes and but that's not how the unit comes in the game so yeah. um, but i'm excited that we are finally getting plastic aspect warriors mm -hmm. well here's the thing like that's exactly what i thought and then i went back and we're not doing terrible on plastic aspect warriors and obviously we need more but we already had banshees we have uh we have dark reapers now we're getting start striking scorpions are dark reapers checked... plastic um yeah i think i have a box somewhere up there yeah they they, they came in plastic the when uh, morgan raw came it came out in plastic uh, yeah raw? and i yeah, think uh the morgan tar or the morganator whatever the big i mean name. i guess technically <laughs> Shining spears are plastic, but they're, shining yeah. spears are plastic. The only but ones that I saw really were plastic. still not plastic after striking scorpions come out is going to be fire dragons, um, warp spiders, and swooping hawks, and dire avengers if they count. Uh, dire avengers are already plastic, they are. Yep, oh, yeah. they were the first one. <laughs> uh, it, said, it said they were out of stock, so I assumed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and again, there's so much stuff that's out of stock these days. Oh yeah, dark reapers are plastic. Well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Did you not trust me, Matt? No, no, I believed you. I was just no, I, 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 I was like, I wasn't sure when you asked. Are the ones I, I have plastic or not? But they must. Oh yeah, that's right. Because yes, okay. So we're getting close to having almost everybody plastic, which is great. And I mean, I think we're going to. I mean, yeah. So if you look, yeah. if you look right currently on the Games Workshop site uh striking scorpions are uh like online only yeah and then as are swooping hawks so yeah i think after this it'll be it'll be swooping hawks warp spiders yeah and i i mean the the shining spears need an update because that's a really old kit um but i think that's all of them right yeah banshees terrible yeah. yeah warp spiders need some love yeah warp spiders yeah. are those are the, <laughs> the oldest <laughs> So goofy. All this one. Well, well, I mean, at least you don't stop being goofy a little. Bit. I mean, if no, you no, 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 but like goofy in like an impressive way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Goofy in a not impressive way is the fourth edition striking scorpions that had like the jingle bell toes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. About? <laughs> Those are pretty bad. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad to see that Kill Team is going the same way as Warcry with these smaller box set, which yeah. have, you know just means it's more affordable, right? Mm -hmm. Um and two two good squads that we'll see and uh you know what what they really spent most of their time on in this preview was uh Bretonians. yeah which yeah they did i mean the models look great yeah and i also... you like their silly hats an awful lot yes. i'm a sucker for a silly hat um and then they have this one like icon thing that has it has the lady of lake in it but she just kind of looks like a nun so i and it does have the fleur de lis at the top and i do want it from my sisters of battle <laughs> like oh, yeah. pretty desperately just that one part i mean if only you had a bunch of sisters of battle to work on <laughs> and the That's nice thing saying. right with 
with Bretonians is they're all supposed to be individual knights, so you know you're gonna get a lot of parts in the box to yeah. to make. And I mean, you just see there's tons of helmet options for these guys. It's um, one of those armies that's fun because you can literally just paint one ball at a time and do it completely different. And when yeah. you put them together, they still kind of mesh. Yeah, like the heraldry on the horses and stuff, right? They can all be different, and and it just it looks fine. Um, and what's interesting is, you know, people kind of were wondering, well, what happened when, when they get rid of Warhammer? Do, what do they do with the molds? And they, well, they got on somewhere because they also have, here's a bunch of kids that we're just bringing back, right? Mm -hmm. So Pegasus Knights, Knights of the Realm, Men at Arms. They're just the old kits and they're just box them up again and, and I'm going to assume that the molds were scrapped because silicon can get real weird after if a while. If it's plastic, if they're, if if they're the, well, if they're yeah, plastic, ahead. they're metal molds. Yeah, so these are all the plastic kits that are coming back. What what, yeah. what I have a feeling is that they probably redid the molds just to have a better quality and they, it's the masters that they kept. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. Um, and the trebuchet, which as a... I didn't play Bretonians, um, but I knew people that played Bretonians, and this was their biggest pain in the butt models put together. It's but it's really coming cute. back as fine cast, or I, I should say well, resin from Forge World, not fine cast. It's oh, all right, all right. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you look at the old, you know, the Bretonian models that are coming back, they're still great models. I know. I think the the Pegasus Knights are still some of my favorite Bretonian so models. And of course, you know, with the new Knights on Foot. I'm sure the helmets will conveniently be interchangeable, right? Yeah. Between the the Knights of the Realm and the Pegasus Knights and the Knights on Foot. So um But yes, they took it took quite a bit of time going through going through Bretonians. Um and this is still, right? The other army is supposed to be Tomb Kings that uh Yeah. And we have not seen much. No, we've seen like two models from that. Two, yeah. And they they did say this is gonna be early one 2024 of, one of the first releases of 2024. Yeah, 2024 i don't know i don't think i'm gonna end up i'm gonna have some old fantasy stuff so and they said they're gonna release army lists for all the armies yeah so i could probably like bash to the game but i don't think i'm gonna there's so many other games i mean there's just there's just so many if if i was gonna get a, a model just to paint i get the lord on pegasus because he's pretty cool yeah but yeah we'll see mm-hmm I'm a little bummed that I didn't keep my fantasy models because, mm. wait, that's not true. I still have my spider goblins. Oh, there you go. On spider goblin, basically like on the square basis too. Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord on Pegasus is a cool, like the fact that you can make a Pegasus look like butch and mean is honestly right? fairly impressive. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're great. The models are coming out of their great to supplement what's there. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll see the same same thing soon. Probably, you know, they have a pr couple more previews kind of before the end of the year, so I'm sure they'll start revealing the Tomb Kings. Yeah, um, we have we had they they did say we have another preview coming up with whatever the event is that's coming soon. One, one of, of the, the Oh, that one. Yeah. One of the tournaments next month in November. Yeah. Um and it, you but know a lot well, of the... before the preview, JF and I had been talking about it, right? And I was like, oh, they're doing Old World. And I was like, oh, well, so there'll be a model that I will like and think is lovely and say that I want. And that's about <laughs> as far as we'll get on that. And the same I mean, thing with the two things, right? There's a lot of plastic yeah. kits that are that I'm sure it'll be the same thing, right? Here's some new stuff and here's all the old plastic because, I mean, they're skeletons. They don't. They yeah, they're, yeah. GW, real good at skeletons. Well, they are now. Like, I still have some. There's some pretty goofy oh, yeah. skeletons. Oh no, I've there's got some goofy. That one. Yeah, there's some goofy ass skeletons. How big are But they were like, they did at one point go. We've gotten so good at skeletons. Let's make up a new army for them. Yeah, right. That right. collect a tithe of bones. Once Great. their hands stop being twice the size of their heads, they're yeah, like, yeah, get yeah, the skeleton yeah. thing down now. Yeah. So that was the Warhammer Day preview. Um, not i think not as big as a lot of people were expecting for warhammer day yeah but you know but then somehow games workshops like 
we're going to have a small preview for Warhammer Day. Let's keep some things back for the week. And by some things, I mean like five cool kits or something. It's Well, it was the so same weird. Thing. It was the same thing when we were like, well, there's no way they would announce a new edition away from home. Like right. clearly they will save they it did. for Warhammer Fest and then they did not. So we got some really cool Necromunda stuff. Um, we got the yeah. Vansar uh, hoverboard boys. Yeah. But Did I think we more see them before. I don't. I think feel like we, we saw, saw them, but maybe I'm wrong. Hoverboard. I mean, boys? I was distracted by the Scalvin Explorator. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. That is, is cooler. <laughs> very. You know, it's it's the it's the squat prospectors mining vehicle but it, it looks like it could be an underwater vehicle too yeah right? it really which does. is a great thing about their whole aesthetic yeah um, mm -hmm. it's, it's a huge treaded thing with a, a metal claw and you know a nice little bubble viewport in the front the bubble viewport is what sells it it's so good oh for sure i love that there's a version where it's open and one that's closed yeah yeah that's it's cool that you can do it either way and um and we get some hired guns, right? Orin and Urson Grimjarl. Another another little robot buddy. Little robot buddies. With a lot of wheels. Hey, mm. this dude is just the best, though. Like, first of all, he he's standing. He's got a tactical skull to put his leg on. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a techno pipe. Mm-hmm. He's got like a drill on an arm, on yeah. a, on a mechadendrite. Sorry. Thank you. Hey, yeah, I mean, listen. <laughs> he's just so dope. He's really good. The amount of detail, because they show us like a close up of his pipe and it's nonsense. Like, yeah, what are absurd. we doing? It's so small. His gun is also stupid. Yeah. It's just, like, no, more tubes. Tubes mean power, right? Yes. As someone who is a fan of the Adeptus Mechanicus, I can confirm that, yes, that is correct. More tubes. And his little buddy's got a drill. Yeah. They're drill, they're drill friends. Yeah. They drill together. They do. They're all about drilling. <laughs> it's so good. And there you got it. His junior brother, Urson, um, who's a little, little, more, little more subtle in his coolness, but cool nonetheless. Also a yeah. little robot buddy. Oh. He's good. He's good. This, I love his the, tiny arms. <laughs> oh yeah. No, the, the his little drone buddy is probably my favorite accompaniment for a squat slash Votan type dude. I, yeah, I like the, the little floaty ones that go with the, the, the psyker guy, the wizardy. Yeah. The, the Grimnir. Yeah, no, they're, yeah. they're good. The cogs are good, but this one, I mean, his little single eye, his tiny It's very arms. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine making me tea. Now, <laughs> it's a great model, but he, that last sentence in the article makes me yeah. afraid, which is forageable resin. Yeah. I mean, also, the huge vehicle is supposed to be forageable resin. Did we talk about the, for, the the huge vehicle yet? Yeah, I feel like we skipped it. over that one. We talked about the bubble. We just we, we literally just talked about it. Yeah, yeah, you're saying it could be open or closed. Oh, wait, no, I thought we were talking about something else. No, I, I'm, no. I've, I've, I thought we were still talking about the uh, the Vansar stuff. No, we glossed. Oh, no, no, we moved no, on. We glossed over that. No, I don't think it can be open or closed, that one. We were like, it's go. We were like, go, Vansar, hoverboard boys. Let's got move it. on. Let's move on to the important thing, squat. See, I got, I got confused because the Vansar don't just have the hoverboard. They have their... Their, uh, their jump guy. Yeah, their jump dudes, and their jump dudes are really cool. I thought, I thought we had gone to the mess. Yeah. I'm not drunk, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, forge, forge world resin. Yeah, no, I'm super pumped about that new orc vehicle. Yeah. 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 The Scalvian ex Explorator. Sure. Orc vehicle. Orc <laughs> yeah. Vehicle. Yeah. Well, you know, every vehicle is orc vehicle. Like you got a, I mean mm -hmm. that, that Vansar big guy looks like a, a nice uh, suit of mega armor for a, yep. for a war bus. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this thing has a claw. Yeah, no, <laughs> right already. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got the like it's got these little symbols for the squats that you can just put like something a little orc glyph over, and 
Oh, yeah, that a day. Rough, rough shot paying Orcliffe over it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's weird because I, this is a thing uh, Forge World does. Well, they'll take a really cool model and paint it in a kind of boring paint scheme. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, there should be more to this. Like, I don't know. Some panels should be a different color. I, make, even make if it pop, I will say, you know, I, I get why they would paint out just the one color, but I would have wanted to see some weathering on it, which they didn't really do. They do have weathering, but they have the forge wool weathering. Like if you right. look at some of the close-up yeah. pieces, you can see that they do weather, but very slightly. Yeah, it's not. Like they, they've got a little streaks. It gets a little, it's very little subtle. run running um, rust, but it's very subtle, which I don't dislike. But yeah. I, I know what you mean, though. Like this it's is not an excavator. selling a model. Yeah. 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 Right. That's what I mean. Yes, yeah, an excavator it should be looking used and dirty and. But it, yeah, it, it, it really is painted in in Forge World weathering. Yeah. Yeah. For which sure. is slight. It's a, a gentle touch. Apply powder. Yes. yes. Don't use any powder here. Just apply powder and, and move on. Mm. Watch it. Watch all your powder work blow off with the with the with the finish spray. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> this yeah, is what I mean. Sounds like you have trauma. <laughs> Just when you read the guides, I mean, they might have changed them now, but it didn't talk about like fixing them or anything on the model. Yeah. It was just kind of like, you know, put it on and, you know, go read the coat of varnish. And as anybody who has used weathering powders knows, a propellant will, uh, yeah, will quickly uh, blow it off. Yep. Yeah, no, you you need to uh, apply a, a fixer on it then yeah. before. The problem is but that it, most fixers will really like, um, they'll lower the impact of yeah. your shredding yeah. powder. So you really need to overdo them and, uh, and pray to every God, you know, that it's going to come off looking good. That's <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the tough thing with powders is, is you don't realize it first. You gotta, it has to look bad for it to look good. Right. Trust the process. Yeah, trust yeah. the process. Uh, but this is a, again, another very cool vehicle coming for, for Necromunda. Um, and also more awesome characters. I mean, Necromunda, kicking it out of the park with the uh with the special characters lately yeah, yeah and with like that new book oh bigger battles in necromunda in the ashway so like, it really is starting to look like warhammer 40k part two in its own little corner of the galaxy yeah we also got an article today which it seems to be an accumulation of a lot of the stuff that um was on twitter a while back i was gonna say look who caught up yeah <laughs> Um, and so it's like all of the things that you can do, um, with your Necromunda camp, uh, terrain, especially like the, the hab pods and stuff. And it's like, yeah, here's the all the stuff, stuff it can connect to. And here's all the ways you can connect it. And did you know that you can put these, you know, sector mechanicus bits with it? And That's such a it weird... is nice to have it all in one place now. It's such a weird thing though, that like, you know, this was what a year ago at this point. Yeah. And then like a year later, like, oh, by the way, here's yeah, the other here. stuff you can do. But I mean, you're it's, right. It is it is nice to have I mean, they all. are putting out another box, I think. Yeah. I remember seeing, right? They're putting out another box of Habs. So it felt like time, I guess, for that. And I guess they're, they're expanding a little bit more, right? Because they're going to do another article where they talk about blending it into other terrain sets yeah. too. So, um, but it is, you're right. It is nice to have it all in one spot just for easy reference searchable on, a, on the uh, they were like oh no like, this information can't solely live on twitter that seems <laughs> unsafe <laughs> i mean i don't want to comment on twitter about twitter we should but maybe I archive would, it someplace yeah, it, more secure i don't want to make predictions about twitter but if you've got important stuff on there maybe hmm. time to save it <laughs> yeah i might want to look for a backup um but that's one of the things that's weird about the games workshop the off they do that shockingly often well yeah. well they're sitting on gold like those stupid miniature rule books they had in sixth edition that they wouldn't sell independently yeah. like they've got these cool things and they're like eh, whatever it's yeah. it's infuriating yeah it, it's in especially like you know this where i mean if they had collected that information and put it out last year after the kit came out like right away fantastic yeah. Now I'm sure there's plenty of people who maybe weren't didn't catch on to the Twitter thing and have their you know their completed set stuff of, of train they put together and like oh cool 
Wish I hadn't glued. I'm that. not going to buy another one. So, yeah. Um, but still, I mean, if you're like me and haven't put together that Ashways train yet, no. it's, it's great. To I haven't. I am like you, Matt. It's <laughs> we we. I play Necromunda occasionally, but we haven't taken the step to like the Ashways because we don't all have vehicles and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's easier just to play a, a I guess a normal game of Necromunda than to try and try and pull together an Ashways game. Right. Um, I mean, we're all busy professionals, so it's also, it's hard like, it's hard to get a normal game of forty k going for sure. Bleeding onto other games is whew, it's a it's a chore sometimes. Not that I don't want to do it, just wow. So another cool thing that I that the Games Workshop did for forty years is uh, they did a loot box. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, they did. And it, so it's got it's got a cool it's got a t shirt right a hoodie a journal a cup some stickers a art print and it comes in like a uh a, a box that has like a magnetic seal on it and it's 150 bucks which to me people were like again right if, if you go on facebook the comments are like you guys are morons what are you doing like this is stupid why is there a mini in there clearly these people have never dealt with loot boxes before yeah and at least in this one, like, you know, it's going to be in it. Yeah, it's from their the merch site. Yeah. Um, and I mean, a hoodie and a sweatshirt and a cup is already like, you know, almost a hundred, a little over a hundred bucks anyway. Yeah. So I, I mean, that, that merch site can be so good. Yes. But then like, it's all, so I had an, I had an <laughs> incident with the merch shop. Um, and I mean, it was handled but not necessarily to my satisfaction, but like, it's all print on demand, right? Like yeah. it's not like this stuff is sitting in a warehouse somewhere. So the fact that they don't release everything in fitted and regular style is infuriating to me. Mm. Like mm. I, I appreciate the bright pink Tyranid shirt. Um, but that's not the one I want guys. Thanks. Um, the issue I had was I ordered like, two different shirts and i ordered the same size and the same style and they were very different shirts like oh, the physical yeah, shirt yeah. when they showed up and i was like all right this nah, is incorrect that super sucks it was really bad i was sad because i really wanted that shirt it's fine i understand i'll make my own shirts <laughs> uh but i could blackjack and hookers yeah <laughs> This is a cool little box, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not for me, but no. I'm sure, you know, I mean, I already have, like when I went to Warner World, I got a book and, you know, a t-shirt and stuff already anyway. So, but this yeah. is a neat. Yeah. The problem I have with this is like, I don't really wear graphic tees. So it's, it's one of those things that looks cool. And I'm sure I'm going to see a lot of people wearing them, but much like you, like it's not for me. If it was a zipper hoodie, mm -hmm. I would have yeah. been more tempted yeah yeah see that's the thing like i like i was I, I i forgot my zipper hoodie on a uh on a bus in uh in in england oh, yeah. oh, no. and i had to buy a new one and it was really hard to find one zipper hoodies are difficult to find in, in quebec for some reason huh. like so yeah no i'm way more of a zipper like i need to not have i wear glasses i need to not have to you know, yeah exactly drape that thing over my head yeah oh, man, i am um, i prefer I get the polar the, ones i yeah. get the uh i get the adepticon hoodie and then i wear it until like the cuffs fray <laughs> and there's holes in it and then i need something new so you know yeah I, I just need i just need a version that doesn't have graphics on it so yeah I, I, don't know what it is. It's like something about being a graphic designer. I don't like to have logos on my person. You're such a hipster. I I like I I have no idea what happened to it, but I I prefer like very subtle. Yeah. Like so, I had a Warhammer T-shirt that I got. It was years ago. I don't know what happened to it. It's gone, but it had very it was like a, a blue shirt and it had like just three little tiny like bolters across the chest. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't didn't stream 40K. If you knew what it was, you know what it was. But um, yeah, I don't yeah if you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. See, here's the weird thing. 
I will wear a hoodie that has some graphics for, say, a game or something if it is obnoxiously loud. Like, I have two of the Overwatch hoodies. Oh, sure. I've got the bright pink Diva one, and I've got the one for Wrecking Ball. And, like, they have logos everywhere. They have specific designs. The colors are loud. Like, if I'm going to wear any kind of brand, I want that brand to scream. I don't want it to just be... (laughs) I don't want like just a logo on the back or on the breast pocket. Like I need this thing to be like annoying to look at. Speaking of, I have been getting ads for two things lately. One of them are the um, Christmas jumpers. Oh, yep. I've been getting those. Um, those are real good. Those are very tempting. I think about them, but they are very expensive. The other ad I keep getting is for the Space Marine like sweatsuit. You know, it's I got that like too, the yeah. hoodie and the pants, and I'm like, I see what you're doing. I am not your target market, but I appreciate you. Like, I just want to see somebody wearing it. <laughs> I never see them. Like, not one person at Adepticon. Like, what? Let's go. Someone wear it, please. But it's not me. It can't be me. They won't fit me. They're not made for me. Now, Games Workshop knows their largest core audience <laughs> um yeah no not like that that wasn't a fat no, joke no it's i know a numbers you. joke no yeah. no i know yeah it's 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 men uh, yeah for sure um and we've still been getting a slow trickle of of heresy uh, er, yeah. uh sorry legions of periodist previews we recently saw another tank lots of tanks in this game um the Spartan Assault Tank, and the latest White Dwarf has a battle report, mm. um, which I'm sure if any of you know anything about publishing, uh, this would have been like, you know, whatever, a month or two months after the game came out, mm-hmm. but kind of hard to change a magazine uh, that's yeah. already being printed. So, um, yeah, it's, it's odd, preview. but like screaming stop the presses is really it doesn't actually yeah, that's, yeah, a, it's, that's a bad thing if it actually happens. It's not good. Um, and somebody asked in the comments of this preview when if we're going to see it soon, and you know, where replied, sadly, no. So, um, I, I mean, that could just be them being Warhammer, and it's like next week, like, hey, but I would expect Legions of Imperialis in 2024 at this point, probably. Yeah, I mean, guys, reprinting and repackaging that takes a long time. Especially in the quantities that we're probably dealing with in this. Yeah, uh, thousands of units, you know? Yeah. So, hooray! But hey, (laughs) more time to do other things, right? Well, here's the thing is you say that, but yes, the more they delay this until after Adepticon, the better the chances that I'll have time to be curious about it enough to check it out. Uh, so I want to ask you guys a question, which uh, comes off one of their articles. It was 40 years of Warhammer of box games through the ages. And their question was, which one is the best? The best? The best is whichever one you prefer. Oh, that was very diplomatic and not the answer I thought you were going to give. It's also not the answer given in the article. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 question, best, the best is Aeronautica Imperialist. The, the, actual, the actual article was... Uh, what well, was, you know, which one is the best and why is the Space Hulk? Um, no. <laughs> but I, well, but I think if you actually, I, I, they, there was a lot more box games than I realized. I mean, me personally. And there were some that did not make the article. Oh, yeah. That on top of too. <laughs> like, I have that Battle for Armageddon game, mm-hmm. um, but I don't have do, I didn't even know Doom of the Eldar was a thing. Um, but yeah, yeah you know I what guess, game I have? Dreadfleet. Dreadfleet. I have Dreadfleet too, which is which surprisingly, uh, they're like, oh yeah, we did that too. I love those models. Those are some of my favorite models. The models are incredible. The The game game is here's eight scenarios, and then we are not going to give you rules to do anything else. Yeah, that was unfortunate. But the models are spectacular. They are. I used to have a box for digging knobs. I still have Gork and Mork. I don't have Diganob though. Diganob was a supplement. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have the. I have the book. I don't have like any of the pieces that came with it though. I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't be sad if they brought back Inquisitor. I think that would be fun. Inquisitor was a neat game. Um, then the models were cool, but then they just kind of, right, they yeah. outsourced it to, who was it, FFG? Yeah. Like, hey, you make our role-playing games now. And as FFG does, they milk something, and they're like, we're going to dump this. Yeah. Well, the thing about Inquisitor is that it's not really a role-playing game. No, yeah, it's a minis game, for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a large-scale skirmish game. Yeah. Which, uh, as we've noticed, is creeping back into the... Uh into the the general public mm -hmm. oh look we it's the same kind of game but it's fewer characters and we made them bigger oh. so you can have more fun painting them and yeah. oh boy one of the biggest problems with inquisitors is how it was just metal and those are big oh. metal 54 models 54 millimeter metal models uh, <laughs> oh my god if only like, there was a do way not to try to take it in your carry-on yeah, if only yeah. now there was technology and materials that we use that was lighter and easier to use. Hmm. Yeah. If only. Hmm. Surprisingly, uh, in the article, I, I have played most of the most of the games they showed, though. Uh, Impressive. I listen. I like I like Space Hulk as much as the next guy, but no, it, it is not their best game. It is. It's good. It's fine, but I think. Space I mean, Hulk. I think one of the ones in this article, it probably is. Yes. And Man. I think the thing about Space Hulk, right, it was an easy game to, like, second edition Space Hulk, you know, I, I took it on vacation one summer when we went on vacation with my, my uncle and my cousins, and it rained the whole weekend, and my cousin and I just played Space Hulk the whole weekend. I had no, he yeah, had no idea, I'd never played before, but it's easy to true. open up and just play, right? Yeah, you could teach your cat to play Space Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then it's kind of interesting what they include in box games like Battlefleet Gothic, which is a mm -hmm. far more than just a box game. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. here's your eight plastic cruisers. Let's leave out the 36 expansion packs that you, or different models you get for it. Yeah. And all, all the Forge World expansions that they had, like Tau yeah. and Star Fortresses and Demiurg. Yeah. But um, I, I kind of... And these are kind of coming back now, right? Because we have the the stuff you can get at, um, like Barnes and Noble, right? The the little board yeah. they do. So there was a long time where they didn't, they weren't doing those quick, play, right? Quick play games. Although, you know, a lot of these older games, like, uh, you know, they weren't really. Here's a pathway to to miniatures, right? They used to be a lot of tokens and stuff, but now all right. that stuff comes with like here's some space marines, and oh, you should go check out 40k. Um, I mean, you might more. as well. You've got Space Marines now. Yeah, which makes, got, but you've already got the models. Makes more sense, right? From a, yeah. I mean, I, they're a lot cheaper to produce than metal models, so it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, even even now, right? The you know the plastic models that came with you know Space Fleet or, or just cheaper to make those. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought that was you know after doing the retrospective, I thought that was a. A nice kind of cap off article right here's here's all the other things we've been doing and they also did the you know best of black library and here's all the things we've been doing that have been distracting us from putting out that one unit that you've always wanted yeah exactly <laughs> which is what they say every time and we're only doing it because we hate you specifically jeremy <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then finally, Games Workshop was kind enough to to give us a preview copy of Exemplary Battles in the Age of Darkness, yeah. which is sort of one of the first expansion books for this newest edition of Horus Heresy. And um, it's interesting, right? It's not, as it states, right? It's giving you some scenarios and some armies that are specific to those specific battles that happened during the Horus Heresy, which is yeah. sort of a neat, neat army of renown kind of thing to do. Um, you know, as you know, if you're a Horus Heresy player, if you're just looking at it, it's kind of, well, do you want to be good Marines or bad Marines? And here's your one or two special dudes units or whatever, right? Um, this, to me, Horus Heresy always feels like a game where people are more interested in the lore of their army rather than necessarily, you know, whatever... The, the aesthetic maybe or right. i mean i'm sure that's yeah. part of it too but right you when when everybody is space marines except, right you know you you want to be invested in the lore of your specific army that you're taking and this just gives you more options with in, in 40k scenario. 
like in 40k i want to create my own sort of sub faction right. and its history and all that and in in horse heresy i want to replay historical battles yeah and this is you know they've taken that element of like right because you have historical war gamers who they collect historical armies you know they paint the the buttons the right shade of bronze and the armies the right shade of red and they've sort of translated that into 40k right where it's well here's yeah. your historic space marine armies here's the forces they were here's the colors they used and you know so sort of in 40k where you know they say oh they're painting the army of your the way you paint your army doesn't matter horse heresy players are more like well it, it absolutely yeah, matters even though games workshop is like it doesn't matter yeah but you know if you go to any horse heresy event they're very much like yeah this is my you know 13th legion from this force that was on this yeah. on this battlefield which is great i mean it's just you know it's a different way to play 40k and this goes over um five different battles but also i think more importantly gives us our first uh primarch demon model right that fulgrim transfigured model gets his rules yeah. in which as you said before you know where where do you I mean, where do you go from here yeah where do you go unknowable for fulgrim so specifically yeah it's uh we're finished like it's so good such an awesome model and uh also this does have historical scenarios to uh to refight those battles from the from the battles that are in the book so very cool and this is uh right it says right on the front volume one yeah so we'll be seeing more as i'm sure as they come out i'm sure you know that's where we'll see more demon primarchs too right um as they produce those for the horus heresy game yeah well it's it's uh after the warhammer preview you know we got another preview cut out next month other than that it's, it's pretty quiet we know neck runs are coming soon um they're sort of put you know going through their dawnbringer cycle right now for for age of sigmar that's coming fast but before you know it, we'll we'll see what other kits are coming for and then the soon soon they will tell us about the big boxes oh yes. god no i'm not the not, fear is real ready. the fear is real guys i'm not i'm not emotional we just have to there. focus just put your head down and just last year i caved i caved i, I did too and got yeah. i got the death guard one i cracked it open once just so i could look at mortarion's wings and go and then i put it back in the stack and i haven't opened it yet but i'm I got, gonna I, do this again i had i got <laughs> that one and the squig one and both Man. are still unassembled the, my squigs are assembled but just because i mean the squigs aren't assembled because i decided to play trolls uh rather than you know i was like i can put together 25 trolls or 140 squigs i think I'll squigs. <laughs> we're on the clock here people yeah yeah there's just stuff to do yeah i, I don't but, yeah. i can't do this again i can't all right so then I'm it's my ready. turn I guess. i'm not ready <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure right we'll see i'd expect a space green box with a bunch of the uh, yeah 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 but maybe like a flavor right like yeah 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 like didn't they do uh, a couple last year I think there were a couple different yeah there was like a raven guard one and uh yeah. right they did them by chapter that way so i'm sure maybe they'll there be detached oh, yesterday last year there was imperial guard there was raven wing yeah, they had quite a few yeah hmm. maybe they'll be uh detachment themed right for 40k oh that would be good yeah oh my god that's Jesus. like a tiered yeah. one with you know it's just all all the vanguard uh guys or all the synapse a bunch of synapse guys with some supporting troops like that'd be a good way to do it i think yeah but we'll see we'll see soon and then we'll have to and we'll cry about it yep say say we're not going to get it and then as usual in january well this is what i actually right, ended so up getting look <laughs> i was in the store and they had one of these left and i don't i don't I need this from that. you right now okay oh it, was so it happens every year it was so sad we couldn't leave it there it's it's as inevitable as this is not gonna we're not gonna do this next year <laughs> next year's gonna be different it's the it's not it's always the same i mean i don't know what you're different. talking about 
but this year is different. It is different. <laughs> it's different. It's different. I'm making my own conversion kits. <laughs> you have way more to paint. It's fine. I'm making this complicated. Great. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have anything else for the listeners out there i think that about wraps I, it up yeah, I, I at this time we <laughs> <laughs> can spare of them yeah all right guys well please you know reach out to us on social media let us know what you're working on what you're looking forward to um what sort of holiday box you might like to see of course check out the warhammer workshop youtube channel and otherwise we'll talk to you in a couple weeks Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhas Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>